Hello, and um, welcome to the White Deer Filmmaking Podcast. How are you doing today, Adam? Not too bad. How are you? Yeah, all fine, really. Um, yeah, all good, actually. Um, we got nothing to say. Nothing to say. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's an interesting one. Like, I, I, will people care? Maybe they will. Probably, probably not. Probably, probably not. That, I'd that argue. So much. It's very vague. <laughs> um, was that probably? But then, like, pause. Probably not. Or were you just repeating probably, and then clarifying that you meant probably not? Uh, I don't reckon. Uh, well, it, uh, it depends what you're going to say. Oh, I suppose. But I'd uh, argue not. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Adam. Um, you're doing a lot of writing, actually. A lot of planning ahead. Um, screenplay writing. Yeah. No, oh, well, Which... then they might care, then. I thought you were going to tell us about your trip to the shops or something. And then mm, I was going to well, argue... I'm not going to go down care. that route, no. Because that brings up too many bad memories. <laughs> I'm not going back to Asda anytime soon. Not because Asda's particularly bad. Um, <laughs> I actually quite like the, the offers that they often have on. But just the other supermarkets the are are also bad. Yeah, I think I think it's a case of supermarkets <laughs> in general are also bad. Yeah, um, during this current crisis, I mean, I I can't speak for every single one of them. Obviously, I haven't gone. I haven't made it a mission to go around every supermarket in the UK to test this. Of course, that would be irresponsible. That would be foolish, um, <laughs> and also very expensive and probably pointless. Um, but yes, my experience going to Asda or a supermarket um, because you know Asda sponsorship. My experience <laughs> going to a supermarket was horrendous. Um, no one followed the rules except us that I could visibly see. And maybe that's not fair. The vast majority of people didn't follow the rules. Um, the one-way system wasn't taken into account. Masks were a minimal. Stress, lots of stress, and of course, I went with um, uh, someone who is a diabetic, so they were terrified. Uh, very, you know, because they're uh, they're classed as vulnerable. Um, so, yeah, not great. But that's a downer. Let's not talk about that. Well, yeah, let's that, talk about. I mean, that was something. the thing that I said that no one would be interested in. So well, I'm glad we've covered that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, especially when this comes out, um, which will be a couple of weeks away. Wait, yeah, it'll be a couple of weeks since I went to said supermarket. Um, the situation will have changed completely and will be almost like we're more back to normal. But then again, I, I don't know. It, it's a strange one. It's a very... It, it, I know this is not filmmaking related, but it's... Uh, I think it's globally felt, so it might be of interest. But it's it's a very much a transition period going from a lockdown scenario to a non-lockdown scenario. And it's about that balance of, well, what danger is there? Obviously, we want to avoid a second spike. Um, but people are like, oh, I can't be bothered anymore. Let's just get back into the way it was. I, I don't know. It's, it's such a strange time. <sighs> but... <laughs> Let's not dwell on that, please. Uh, I think people are probably bored of hearing that on podcasts, but I think we tried to avoid it 
to a degree. Um, but you asked me what, how I am on them, <laughs> and that came out. So don't uh, don't you do some writing, you? Mark? Oh yeah, we'll start off with that. <laughs> um, yes, uh, we're writing a fair bit. Um, I'll say. Imagine if all that was cut now. Quite I'll probably cut what? all that, and then I and then Have you I'll just cut all that bit. Not the coronavirus related stuff. Yeah, I mean, do it. Like, just get just it. Rid of it. <laughs> I'll put it on Good. fast forward. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, everyone's you were actually. You were yeah, actually Mark getting Chats into something not... exciting. So yeah. Uh, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah, a fair bit of writing. Um, one which I think we'll at least one which we're going to be working on, um, which is. I haven't really. I can't really say too much about it because it's still in development, and there's not. I've not got that far into it, but it's. Um, it is a horror sci-fi mix of genres there. Um, so yeah, playing around with light quite a bit. Well, uh, you say sci-fi, and you say playing around with light, and I'm all in. And you're all in. It. If this is. Um, <laughs> A job interview for the cinematographer's role. Ah, yes, yes. Um, well, what well, what I'll say is that this is a job interview, and we're relying <laughs> on people's comments and interaction in order for you to to get the role. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, you know, you can people listening, you can put yourself forward if you want to be a, the director of photography on this project. Then your competition is not very good. So, join us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, what about you? Have you been have you been doing much recently? Well, that'll be cut out as well. <laughs> oh no! No! <laughs> no! 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 I'll just oh. I'll just join it all together to um, to sound like uh, you're you're a massive fan of my work and um, everything's good. I, I am the biggest fan of your work. You know that. That's, Let's not paint that, a, bad, a negative picture. That makes the edit easy. I'll just come into the episode. We'll say hello, and then and then you'll yeah, just, we'll just go, start I'm again. A massive fan of what work. I will say to anyone listening <laughs> Here's is the that, interview. Um, Ad- Adam, yes, well, here, yeah, basically. But I will, I will, I will say this. Whether, I don't know if this is what you're going to speak about, but you've recently just updated your showreel, and you're getting so much great feedback. It is fantastic. Um, is it on your website? Uh, yes, and it's on Vimeo. Okay. Excellent. I think people should check and it out. You it's can really find good. it on on Google, I would assume, if you type in my name and show real. Um, hopefully, mm-hmm. it will come up. Brilliant. Yes, I, I would. I would urge people to do so. Um, some feedback because you're not going to say it, but some feedback uh, <laughs> is very much that Adam captures characters exceptionally well, and we're all about character, uh, strong characters in filmmaking. Um, so yeah. Very impressive. Um, and it, there we it's go. fun that you're also one of those characters. Yes, so. unfortunately <laughs> for you. Um, <laughs> but uh, All of the actors have got good um, feedback as well from uh, from people that have seen my show real, so uh-huh. you included. So um, yeah, let's well, share, <laughs> share the positivity share the around, I guess. And then let's um, well, abruptly stop congratulating abruptly ourselves. Stop. That's too and, much. Uh, we can't. Yeah, we'll get too. <laughs> our heads will grow too big. Um, it, it's either insulting yeah. each other or or congratulating each other. Why can't we have a normal conversation? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we do indeed have a normal conversation in this week's episode, um, but with with someone else. Because when without you know a happy medium, um, it's terrible. Happy, we just between just, just the two nonsense. of us, exactly. Um, today we are talking to a return guest, um, Tatiana Anders. You may remember um, who was our first guest. Who well, our first interview, not with us three, um, way back. I think it was last October. I think you're probably yeah, about right uh, there. Y- yes, I think we recorded it either last October or November. It came out uh, last year, last December. At least. Yeah, last year, some stage. Um, yeah, but yeah, a, a, sh- a short while ago now. Um, but I think we said it. Since then, we as filmmakers have grown. Um, as people, we've grown. Um, but it's always we always remembered the fact that Tatiana. Um, who specifically won Best Actress um, during our awards, uh, she spoke briefly about crowdfunding, and we've been wanting to talk about a few specific topics for a while, crowdfunding being one of them. So we asked her to come back on to discuss her experience with it. In no way at all are we implying that she is an expert on the topic. Um, I don't think she would think that she is an expert on it either. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, Tatiana, I don't want to... I think we'd mouth, say that she we, we, she yeah uh, well I think I we'd think say she, that she oh I'm on a delay I think she <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm on a delay I, I think she um, I, we we definitely thought that she did a good job um, yeah, yeah or she sounded like she ran a, a good crowdfunding she, campaign yeah, so that was for enough sure. for us to kind of we none of None of this is uh, whenever we're talking or whenever any of our guests are talking. I'm sure they'd agree that this isn't this isn't by any means how you should make films, how you should do a crowdfunding campaign or anything. This is people sharing experiences of how they did something. Maybe it will trigger a, a, a different idea in your head, and and that will um, inspire you to do something. But um, we thought that Tatiana did especially well with, uh, or, or spoke incredibly well about her experience um, with crowdfunding. So we thought it's an area that people don't necessarily talk about too much, maybe, or is an area that it, there's not too much information out there. So um, we thought that it'd be good to talk to someone yeah. um, about it and see what she what experience she had um and because we're recording this after the interview um it was quite a good conversation wasn't it mark it was wasn't it yeah and um uh, like with tatiana's previous interview very very comprehensive and very much um i mean this in an extremely positive way in that you ask one question and Tatiana is so good at expanding on it and taking it into and, and covering loads of bases really um, um, really well and it comes out very clearly and it, you just get so much from it and I really enjoy speaking to it every, every time we speak to it I really enjoy it so yeah I think everyone else will as well so yeah uh, which we'll gets straight to I guess enjoy I think yeah 
Brilliant. So you've just been telling us, uh, just to <laughs> to introduce people, um, we're back here today with Tatiana, um, who's very, very kindly come back to talk to us about crowdfunding specifically. Um, and just before we, we came on here, you were telling us about a few of the uh, projects you've been working on. And um, for those who remembered uh, us chatting to you the first time around, you're working on a feature version of your reality, which very exciting, very exciting. And you've got a, you're just, just mentioning a, a new, very different project uh, which you were working on. Um, did you say spy thriller? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's quite different. So your reality is quite dark, quite psychological, and and you know, uh, <laughs> a very very yeah. serious subject. This one is a bit more lighthearted. Um, so it's like a spy thriller, which follows um agents from different nationalities but they mm. all have been selected to get this ai implanted um <laughs> because they've been excelling and um, we're trying to actually make it it's a sci-fi obviously but there's a lot of kind of um development in that technology happening at the moment so what we want to try and do is actually make it seem very realistic rather than going i don't know like uh, altered carbon kind of style where you know you have like this sleeves mm. i'm sure you've seen it uh we want it to be like this is a breakthrough technology and the people who are trying it out are quite like nervous about it they don't know whether it's going to work and then if it does work like what will the ai do to you like will that take over your identity will you become someone new well it's sort of like a bit of identity crisis or like uh, moral ideas and there is like a company called for example Neuralace by Elon Musk out of everyone so he's already kind of like introducing this kind of stuff where you implant AI into your brain to make mm -hmm. you smarter and you know better whatever um, so we're kind of taking the science that already exists and sort of taking it into the film yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's nice. very, very early stages, but it's something completely different and I'm very excited about it as well. Yeah, that sounds very much um, uh, something that we would be interested in. Interested in <laughs> right? It's probably, I, I mean, that sounds like something that Al would probably write as well because he, he loves yeah, that sort of thing. <laughs> are, are you intending to, to take a role in, in there, Tatiana? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. been, it's been a dream of mine to do some action stuff as well for a long time. Nice, yeah, I yeah. I just really wanted to kind of create something fun and a bit more visually interesting and crazy. And, uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Will you be playing one of the agents? One of the agents, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably the Russian. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> we have we tried to make them so they're all like very different personalities and different like nations mm. and it's sort of a very eclectic mix of people come together nice. Brilliant. do you have a, a an estimated sort of time frame obviously what with what's going on maybe things have slowed down but have you got like a plan maybe it's a the project for next year sort of thing or yeah exactly way in the future? i think i think yeah. if we manage to kind of get the it all sort of at least the piloted stuff off the ground and maybe try and film it either end of this year or beginning of next year. But it really depends on the situation. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, the your reality, your reality feature, I really want to try and shoot this year, end of this year. But we'll see. I'm mm. very, 
yeah well i mean that's a really nice sort of segue onto the main topic that we wanted to talk to you today about um because um i i think what captures the most um about talking to you about your reality last time was your role as a producer on it as well and, and you know it's very much a, a story close to your heart and trying to get the funding for it wasn't an easy task um, and in no way are we saying that you're an expert on anything so don't feel pressured but just you've been through the experience of trying to get something funded um, and you've just been through that experience of, of knowing what what the process might look like to some people it might be very different to others um but yeah we just wanted to sort of talk to you today about going into a bit more detail on that about crowdfunding specifically and obviously any sort of insight that you can provide on it um but if you don't mind just if could you detail um quite briefly again sort of your experience with crowdfunding for your reality um people may may remember but just to update those that might not yeah, absolutely. So when we were doing your reality crowdfunding, um, I think, so we, we picked, um, we went with Indiegogo. Um, I think as a filmmaker, you really need to make a decision whether you're going to go with Kickstart and Indiegogo. Now sort of like having, looking at it, you know, at, at a distance, uh, I... And having seen some other people doing crowdfunding as well, I wonder whether we could have picked Kickstarter. I went to a screening of this girl's film, short film as well the other day, well, a few months ago, and uh, she crowdfunded it on Kickstarter and they mm-hmm. managed to raise 18, 18 grand, which is quite wow. a lot. I think we've been, um, how much was it, like seven or six? I don't remember. Um, mm. But... I think also being on the right platform with Indiegogo, obviously you have, you can keep the money even if you don't reach the goal, but in kicks on Kickstarter, I feel like if you do manage to get it trending, it actually can take you to completely another level because just the platform is so much bigger and, and it's very much US uh, based. um, So is Indiegogo, but I think that, if you play your cards right, it can probably help you gain more money. But then again, you have to be confident or you can put, you have to put your um, target a bit lower so you don't lose the money if you don't reach your yeah. goal. Yeah. So I think when we started the, the crowdfunding process, um, what I would suggest anyone who wants to crowdfund their short film or feature film is preparation and also uh, I would say to put together a team that is going to be responsible I like we had three people kind of trying to reach out to press and reach out to friends and but honestly the more the merrier the more the better if I Mm -hmm. if I were to do it again I would probably try and put together a team of like five to ten people who would be just responsible for helping me kind of reach out to their community, to anyone who they can like find and target. Because actually for like the reach out process and asking for money is the biggest part of the crowdfunding. And to put that all in like one or two people is just too much work and it's too much pressure as well. So mm-hmm. if 
you know, you, you have like a team of people who can help you, even, even if it's just part time or like, you know, a few hours a day or whatever it is, I think it's, it actually can make a huge difference. Um, or you have someone with good contact, <laughs> um, <laughs> rich people, rich friends. Yeah. Um, I would also say that uh, for us in particular, it really helped to have um, have found one bigger backer who were who was able to put to put in a bit more money to begin with, and I think that that actually makes a huge difference. I was really lucky. I before I started the crowdfunding process, I was literally just approaching any people I could um, think of who could maybe come on board as an executive producer. So I was really, really lucky. Um, I approached uh, John Clarkson, uh, who I kind of did some presenting work for before, and he just really liked the idea and he just really wanted to support it because of you know gaslighting and psychological um you know subject and he thought it, it was a good film to raise awareness of gaslighting and uh he put in i believe like two grand literally as soon as the campaign launched and then you know we already had uh yeah like a really great jump start where you know people would come on, on site because people are like that you know they want to back something that is already doing well yeah yeah so so uh i think that's super important because that if you if you read any kind of like guide on crowdfunding that's what they say like the first mm. 12 to 48 hours is the most crucial bit of your crowdfunding campaign that's where mm -hmm. you get the most momentum so almost like messaging everyone before you even like announce it and kind of like preparing them for it and being like okay as soon as i launch at least your best friends who, people who you know you can rely on you know as soon as i launch please you know donate even just a little bit and then mm -hmm. um the earlier in in the process you can get this sort of money the better because the further down the line it goes you kind of lose momentum you lose steam <laughs> yeah <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I mean, that's, I, I guess, quite a lot to sort of a few different areas just to unpick there. Um, but very much it, it any, seems um, to be, oh, I was, uh, yeah, uh, go, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Um, Tatiana, were there any kind of um, specific elements to the crowdfunding campaign that were really successful? You know, I mean, did, did you sort of utilize um, uh, video promotion or, uh, sort of, you know, like you can give people perks if they donate so much money and, and stuff like that. Mm. Did, did you guys try any of those sorts of um, things? Yeah, we certainly did have perks. We had, uh, I think the the things that were most popular were sort of like pre-releases of the actual film. Mm -hmm. um, I think we had a few kind of like... Um, masterclass video things as well where you could i think skype with either myself or the director and i think any kind of skills that any of your team has like if someone is like a really good editor on your team or someone in his um i don't know like a, a mastermind colorist or even director i think it'd be an interesting idea to uh or offer some kind of like masterclass almost, or even like a 
consultation. I feel like a lot of people who would donate would be like filmmakers as well, people who are in this industry and they want to support like either their friends or they just want to support independent filmmakers. And I think offering them something that would help them in any kind of way is quite powerful as well. Mm. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Um, do you think that, because um, obviously your reality had, uh, we've, we spoke about this previously, that it had a particular, uh, particularly strong message and uh, something to get across to the audience. Do you, w- was there any particular um, marketing that you did specifically around that theme? So was that the, the thing that you led with, if you like? Um, and do you think you got a lot of support because it had that um, that message attached to it? Yeah, I think so. I think especially once you start reaching out beyond your friendship circle, um, if you have mm. a home that ha- tackles any kind of social issues or anything, people are much more likely to donate to it. Um, or I think I think in, in two occasions that's a powerful uh, way to, to go about it is either if you have a social or you know like an issue that affects us all. Or if you tap into like a, a very strong niche, like with horror films, for example, or like any kind of um, cult film stuff where there is already like a, a target audience and they are all like into like, I don't know, <laughs> some kind of like culty, interesting uh-huh. films or maybe like some kind of Star Wars remake. I don't know, something where you already have a fan base. Um, it's always easier because, you know, these are people who are supportive of this particular course and they'll be more interested to get on board. So it's, it's just these two ways, for, for me personally, what I've learned to go about it. Um, but yeah, definitely if you're approaching press, for example, always lead with the ideas like, you know, how is this film going to benefit the world? or why, why does it deserve to be made? Mm-hmm beyond your yeah. like, personal ego and <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I guess similarly as well um how, how was it approaching uh, kind of getting funding for a project where um that you you don't you don't have a kind of you're funding it to get it shot so you don't technically you might not have too much material uh, to show for this project were you using old older projects to kind of show yeah. that you could pull it off basically yeah that's a very good question uh what we've done is uh i um a friend of mine actually helped me shoot some kind of like a trailer it's not even a trailer it was just like a mini scene that wasn't even in the film in the end but it was kind of like the idea to get um i i would definitely suggest for people to shoot something even if it's maybe ideally it should I, I think personally i think ideally you should try to shoot maybe like a tiny little bit but shoot it well and um because it is as you say showcasing whether you can do it if you already have amazing uh, films that you've shot in the past i maybe you can use that footage i think it's important to give people the idea that you are capable of producing good quality content because yeah there is a lot of crap that, 
being shot yeah. <laughs> on the daily basis as well. And I think people will have more confidence in supporting you if they know that you've already achieved, you know, or filmed some really cool stuff in the past. Yeah, I feel like it's uh, rather than going in expecting money for kind of nothing, it, it, it seems like it should be the case of look what I've done for X amount and then yeah. this is what I want to try and achieve for 10 times that or something. So you've got to have something there to prove it to start with. I agree, with. I agree. I was actually, I shot uh, or I acted in a short film um, just before the lockdown. It's called Forget Me Not. And the director did a similar thing. So he kind of shot a little scene for his crowdfunding project or for, for the crowdfunding. And he then used that scene to kind of market it. And he wasn't even with me. Like, I wasn't even playing the role back then. He just used his friends. And then once he had the funding and the money, he hired a professional actor. Well, some of them were professionals, but he, he like did the casting and stuff and um, stepped it up a notch. But I think it is important to have something to show for. I reckon, I reckon, as you say, if you've already done like a really cool video or film that isn't even related to this particular project, you can still show it and be like, you know, this is what I'm capable of. This, like, I've done this and this in the past, and this is my new project, and uh, it's going to be just as brilliant, maybe even better. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's that state of of always progressing and always uh, striving for something bigger better uh, and and you know to, to reach new new grounds and just to try and capture people's attention along the way i think um, and like you say a, a lot of it has to go into kind of really pushing for that um momentum especially at the very start of the the campaign um is, is there a lot of work or thought process that, that you particularly do beforehand um so do you know that when um when you're starting a production out you know that there's a particular time frame that you want to hit with certain things or is that a little too um, difficult to always do what with the ever-changing nature of you know scheduling and things like that or is there something that you you think you specifically want to try and do at specific stages and how early on would you would you try and do the uh, the, the fundraising altogether um I think you should um well, when we did it, I don't think we've done everything right <laughs> either. Like, it's just an experiment as well. Like, looking back at it, I would probably almost, like, pre-plan the whole entire thing way before I would even launch it, if that makes sense. So I would mm. probably approach the press even before I would um, have launched the... Um, or at least gauge some kind of reaction because I have I, I've done a lot of sort of PR um, masterclasses since and it usually takes about like two to three times uh, two to three um, follow-up emails to actually get through to the journalist and uh, and you don't want to like do it you know every second day you would want to give them maybe like seven days to react and then if they don't respond you'll like follow up and stuff if you do it during the campaign, like by the third follow-up, your campaign is already over. You know what I mean? So it is, it is, I think, a good idea to try and do it 
beforehand, especially kind of like reaching out to press, I would say, and reaching out to any kind of also like, you know, I think people always think about blogs and journalists, but there are also people who are reviewing um, films and stuff on YouTube and like podcasts like yourself um, or, you know, you're, well, you're also YouTube, aren't you? Um, and I think you kind of have to think outside the box a little bit and try and think of anyone you can think of. Um, also sort of like think, think about maybe people who, um, uh, whether you have any personal connections to the press, like friend of a friend or a friend of something, because that always works better as well. So, um, yeah. And in terms of the, yeah, the crowdfunding, I would, as I say, try and pre-plan as much as possible. And then um, during the actual campaign, it's just a lot of kind of emailing people and asking for money. It sounds terrible, I know, but... Um, <laughs> And that's what it is, really. It's, it's uh, it, you have to get outside of your comfort zone to mm. well. It's not easy. Not everyone can just email people and ask for money all the time. Yeah, it's one of those not things, the easiest topic. I guess where um, building your having as wide a network as possible is a huge advantage. Going back to a sort of, you know, a who you know, really enhances this side of the the project, really. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I have uh, I have experience as well. Um, these guys have done it really well. They uh, organized an event around mm -hmm. that topic and even like featuring some other films around a particular topic or um, it was sort of like a filmmakers event where they invited some speakers to talk about a particular topic and then in the end they sort of like announced that they're you know, launching the Kickstarter campaign. I think that's clever to raise awareness of your film. Um, I would probably, if I were with them, I would have even maybe made it more interesting by kind of like it, including some kind of filmmaker or um, that they can win if they start, if they back it, back it, back it first, sorry. So if you are invite, if you are organizing an, an event with filmmakers and you're announcing your campaign as a, you know, is launching for, on Kickstarter or Indiegogo, and then you have like some kind of bonus for any filmmaker that can, uh, that will invest even like a little bit of money in the beginning, uh, enter a competition to win, maybe some kind of like one-on-one -on -one interview with one of their guests that they invited for you know to speak i don't know I'm, i think it needs to be so creative to like give give people as much value as possible in a strange way because you're asking for money with normal crowdfunding products usually people what people do are they're kind of like pre-buying your services or products right with films it's people it's more like emotional isn't it they invest either they invest because they want to support it or they invest because maybe they they want to learn something from the experience so <laughs> so kind of overall do you think uh crowdfunding is kind of a really good way to go do you think uh well will you or have you tried crowdfunding since um or do you yeah. think it it's going to be kind of like a mixture of that and a mixture of um bigger f 
funding partners and things like that? Yeah, I think, oh man, it's a, it's a good question. I think that it really depends on the size, of like how much you actually want to raise. And you have to be realistic, unless you have like a, a celebrity on board and who is one of your actors. I know that some people have managed to raise quite significantly more just because they had someone who's semi-famous um, in their film. Um, I think it's actually very hard to raise a lot of money. Um, and I also remember a friend of mine who was doing a crowdfunding campaign for a feature film. And they were raising quite, it was really low budget. It was really well done for like, uh, I don't remember, maybe like under 100 grand, let's say, around 100 grand. And they were doing what you just said, sort of like they had some major investors and they were also doing crowdfunding. And they realized for themselves that the amount of time they spent going after the major investors with deeper pockets and the amount of the time they would spend like emailing their friends would be kind of the same. But the outcome on one side is so much more lucrative than just getting like a five pound or 10 pound donation, you know what I mean? So I honestly don't know. I feel like for a feature film, if you were to do it, it's more just um, maybe like a marketing thing. And in that case, you would really have to um, do like plan your PR, like make it into a PR campaign rather than like um, actual fundraising. With short films, I think anything under 10K is quite feasible if you plan it well. So yeah, just depends Mm. on what you want to do. I think maybe maybe it was you last time that you were on or maybe it was, um, I I think it's the consensus for a lot of people who have gone the crowdfunding route that one of the most beneficial things is that you've kind of got a fan base there ready for you when the film is launched. You've got people that actually care rather than setting up a Facebook page kind of at the end of the process, you've got people that care. So maybe that, um, as you're saying, is, is one of the best best things about crowdfunding, I guess. I agree. I think what we've always done as well, before we launched the crowdfunding campaign, we set up all of our social media accounts and we invited like our friends to like our Facebook page and all that kind of stuff. Um, like looking back at it, I could probably have done so much more. Like I, I've been sort of working on developing my Instagram account since in terms of like gaslighting and stuff um, and like psychological whatever support groups. And there are so many pounds with really like quite significant following out there. And all they do is they just kind of like post supportive quotes and um like kind of ideas of you know or like these studies of people who have experienced like gaslighting and stuff and i feel like if i would have done a bit more research into it i probably could have tapped into so much like a bigger community um but yeah it's never too late so i'm working on it now <laughs> for my well really <laughs> Well, that's isn't it? Like you always, um, we've definitely found it with our recent film, which we've just started um, kind of looking into a more dedicated crowdfunding 
campaign um but we've definitely i mean i certainly have uh, noticed that yeah we really should have done this a bit earlier or at least um we maybe should have thought about it a little bit more in advance or yeah anything like that but you, you don't you just simply don't know until you try it um and everyone everyone every film is different every team is works in a different way and can provide different things like you say if you've got a colorist um with you or you know you can offer that somehow um so you've got to figure out what works for you i think um but yeah i mean that's it's quite exciting isn't it like i was just just mentioned before that it's not the easiest topic it, it, it often isn't it's often quite a bit of a slog to to do um but without it um you, you might not get to make the film that you want to make um or reach the people that you need to reach um and yeah there is creativity in it so it is it's exciting but as with everything hard work if you want to do it right so um, yeah and any any final words at all um yeah no i think i uh, i would say just you know go for it like whoever yeah. is trying to create a or do a crowdfunding campaign i think you have to be your uh strongest advocate <laughs> like you need to believe in your project and you, you need to give that people the idea that you're like if if you really believe that this film is important and it needs to be made then and you can kind of communicate it constantly and like uh in a convincing way i think people will get on board with that it's almost like you know excitement or like it's contagious if if you do it well you, i i i've seen so many examples where people have you know, just got really excited about something and then it works because people get on board with something that, yeah. as I said before, kind of already is getting some momentum. But yeah, <laughs> I think quick preparation is key, is the take yes. lesson from this um, webinar or interview. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> preparation is key. Yeah. Establish your audience uh, yeah. as early yeah. as possible. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, thank you so much for joining us. I think, um, I mean, have you guys got any final questions? I think um, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly quite ready to get started on a few of the suggestions that Tatiana's made now. <laughs> so, I, I think uh, that will I don't have, know if you guys got any any final uh, questions. I think that uh, will have provided a lot, yeah. a good insight to a lot of people that are kind of like starting to try and work out what they can do to. Mm. Um, get money for their film uh and um I, I think it's a it's a good way to to uh start out as we've kind of like discovered whilst talking it's a good way to um build your audience and it's a good way uh to to probably as well discover what uh what is the most important things about your project as well so mm. I, I guess it works on a lot of ways um and i think people get a lot from it so thanks for joining us I agree, yeah. Yeah. thank you so much it was uh, a pleasure as always yes yeah and thank you so much um yeah well, what we'll do is we'll stop the recording and just uh, and say goodbye and everything but thank you once again tatiana it's been a, a, a pleasure yeah thank you so much <laughs> 
Okay, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope you really got a lot out of that. Um, Tatiana is a great guest, and I'm sure we'll have her back on the show in the future. Um, a quick outro for me today, because I'm on a time schedule, uh, if you don't mind. Um, I'll give you the code so you can get that and hopefully submit some films to our festival. We'd love to see them. Um, so the code today is WDPOD54. Once more, WD. P-O-D-5-4. Any final comments, Adam, at all? Um, or, yeah, I mean, great interview, right? Yeah, I uh, I think that there's a lot in there for people, and I'd like to just say if, uh, if anyone has their own experience with uh, crowdfunding, wants to share anything that they've experienced with it, or... Um, any different ways that they've done it, any of the same ways, uh, if anyone's actually got a uh, crowdfunding campaign on the go at the moment, let us know um, and let us know what what you're doing uh, and maybe we can have, it seems like we should probably have a follow-up chat about crowdfunding at some point uh, with some mm-hmm. different people maybe and different uh, experiences and stuff so um, let's try and be get the best at it as we that we can and uh, move forward together i guess absolutely okay brilliant on that message uh, we'll end it there thank you very much uh, for joining us and thank you tatiana once more have a fantastic day bye see ya <laughs>